Oh, and we are live. Good evening, Bitcoiners from around the world. It is 6 p.m. here in the United Kingdom um, on the 26th of July, uh, 2021. As always, people, strong Bitcoin hand. Uh, Bitcoin to the moon. The dude that supplied this T-shirt is in the house. So pound the like buttons for Bitcoin to the moon, who should be asleep down in Australia, but he's not. So BTTM. Great to have you with us, dude. Really is. Okay, people, we got a great show tonight. Really excited about what we're going to cover. As always, let me very briefly say hello to some people. Uh, Logan's Run, if you look back at the original uh, start of the chat, uh, he was um, challenging me on my headline. Um, just wanted to put that out there. So Logan's Run, if you are watching, welcome. It would be great to have you uh, watching us. And if you watch the show, you will see that although that was in the headline, it's also the title of the publication I'm going to talk about. Um, and if it were clickbait, I apologize. That was certainly not my intention. I was just covering a headline. So Logan's Run, hello to you. Uh, great to have you in the house if you are with us. Bitcoin to the moon, proud Zionist Jews with us. Uh, who else have we got? Kristen Lauderback coming in uh, from Texas. Great to have you with us. Ian uh, Stewart's house. Ian, welcome. As always, pound the like button. Alex Menard, welcome to you. Michael Weber is in the house as well. Baza MacD, my lovely wife, Elaine, Welcome, everyone. Michael Weber said, hurrah for Bitcoin. Oops, I mean Bitcoin. Happy Monday, everyone. Yeah, happy Monday to you and hi to you, proud Zionist Jew. Great to have you in the house with us, which is fantastic. OK, very, very quickly, if I may, let me just get all of the preliminaries out of the way. Uh, based on, obviously, Logan's run's comment above, I don't give financial advice. I'm not making any claims. I just see what's in the news and talk about it. And it would always be, you know, I don't know if this is going to come to fruition or not. It's what they're talking about. So in terms of financial advice, you're not going to get it here. Do your own research. Get in the rabbit hole. If you're going to buy Bitcoin, only buy what you can afford to lose. That's very, very important. Uh, if you want to check out all of my videos to date, the archive is at ukbitcoinmaster.com. And if you want to check out the interviews that I've done, there you go, bitcoininterviews.com. And I've interviewed some great people in the Bitcoin space. I really have. And again, no tips required, but people have said, how do we give you a tip? Oh, I've gone a bit blurred. Um, my camera's doing a weird thing. Um, Tipping.me at UK Bitcoin Master. There you go. If you go to that website, you can pick up the QR code or scan the QR code and send a tip if you choose. But again, like I've said, you don't have to. I don't do the show for financial gain. So that out of the way. OK, very quickly, let's quick, quickly have a look at the desktop. And as you can see, Bitcoin is just a shade under 39,000. So we've had a bit of recovery, which is always nice, always uh, gets the feel good juices going. I'm sure you would agree. Of course, if you're trying to DCA at cheaper prices, you don't want to see it go up yet. I do respect that completely. But I've zoomed out on this five year chart because thanks to Adam Meister, uh, Bitcoin Meister, a.k.a. Proud Zionist Jew, in the house with his second, uh, his backup channel. He always taught me long-term thinking. 
you know, delay gratification. Don't look at the short-term price. Short-term price people will get wrecked if they try and make money in the short term. And when you look at this over here, you will see this um, peak of whoops, 2020, if I can get it there, I can't quite. And then you've seen what's gone on in this bull run of, uh, of sorry, 2016, uh, 20, uh, 2017. What is the matter with me tonight? And then you've seen what's going on in the bull run so far. Massive correction, but we've maybe potentially turned a bit of a corner. And I think when you look another five years down the road, I've said this before, uh, this huge dump here, this correction here, will seem like this one and be merely a bump in the road when we go past 100k, 200, 300, 400 or, or whatever Bitcoin is going to do. So it's really important to zoom out and not focus on the day-to-day -day because the day-to-day Bitcoin is really, really volatile. And I love this chart because it shows, you know, that the bumps in the road come, you know, there's a correction, it consolidates, there's capitulations, there's all of those fancy words. And then ultimately, it will find its feet again, and it will go again. And you want to be buying, you want to be holding, and you want to be looking long term. So I just wanted to show that uh, people, um, if I hope you didn't mind there. So let's get over and see what's going on in, in the news. Now, this was the bone of contention with uh, Logan's run earlier in the chat. And here's an article that says Amazon definitely lining up Bitcoin payments and token confirms insider. Now, what I can't verify is this information. A lot of publications are talking about it. Um, I think there's something down here I may have highlighted. It says this isn't just going through the motions to set up cryptocurrency payment solutions at some point in the future. This is full on well-discussed, integral part of the future mechanism of how Amazon will work, this insider told City AM. It begins with Bitcoin. This is the first key stage of this crypto project, and the directive is coming from the very top, Jeff Bezos himself. Again, I can't verify that, but if this is for real, this is groundbreaking, this is price changing. This is um, FOMO. I don't want to be the last in if Amazon go go and do this. This is a big deal. Um, and I saw this. It was in a tweet also, if I bring this up. Uh, documenting Bitcoin has got half a million followers on Twitter. And he, she, or they, or it stated Amazon is looking to accept Bitcoin payments by the end of the year, says an insider. It begins with Bitcoin. I've already read that to you. This is the first stage. And down the bottom, it says Amazon is looking to accept Bitcoin payments by the end of the year and is investing in its own token for 2022, says this insider. So again, I am not saying this is going to happen. I'm simply bringing you news articles, uh, but certainly something has given Bitcoin a bullish pump, and I'm all for that. Now, you know, whether this turns out to be a red herring or somebody digs down and finds out more information and it's just a bit of a rumor, I don't know. I'm just bringing this to you. And then off the back of that... What I want to do, have a look at this guy. Most people are starting to know who um, 
uh, Greg Foss is. And, and to be honest with you, you know, I'm a regular dude from the UK that used to be a trucker. I'd never heard of this guy, Greg Foss, but apparently he's a 30-year fund manager. He's now an ex-fund fund manager. Um, he's all over Twitter at the moment. He was at the Miami conference, etc., etc., etc. And he states he's the ex-director, uh, executive director of Validus Power Corp, which uses flare gas to mine Bitcoin, um, lays out the case for a $2 million Bitcoin price. Again, I'm just telling you what he's saying, and I'm going to run a short video in the, in a moment so you can hear what he's saying. Although sky-high price predictions are nothing new, Foss's forecast is up there amongst the highest. Having said that, what is the reasoning behind his prognosis? So let's get over and watch this video. It's just over five minutes, uh, and let's have a look what he's got to say. If it doesn't, let me down. Here we go. Let's say that uh, uh, we end up with a couple of million dollars per Bitcoin um, being the uh, kind of end state, if you will, right? So yeah. much, much more valuable than it is today. Do we get institutions to adopt then, you know, Active. kind of developing nations and then there's a default and, and there's an inflection point? Like, how do you think we sequentially get there? What does that like order of operations almost look like? So great question. So firstly, I'll, I'll, I'll detail how, or not detail, it'll be a quick explanation of how I get to my $2,000, million or greater per coin. Very simply, today, total global financial assets in the world today are over US $900 trillion. Now that includes all equities, all debt, all currency, all fine art, all gold, 900 trillion US dollars, all real estate. Sorry, I forgot to mention real estate globally. I think that Bitcoin has a chance of becoming the global reserve asset of the world. Why? Because I think oil and natural gas will shortly, and when I say shortly, within the next 10 years, become priced in Bitcoin. Why is that? Well, I'm an engineer. The rule of conservation of energy, you've certainly heard Michael Saylor say that. Oil and natural gas, if you're Russia, do you actually want to sell your valuable natural resources for this thing called a US dollar, which is a programmed to debase fiat currency? Or do you want to hold US treasuries, which is a fiat contract that's also programmed to debase? Or would you like to sell your natural resource energy for Bitcoin, which is digital energy? I think yes. I think over time there will be enough people or nations that want to price Bitcoin or energy in Bitcoin. When that happens, that becomes the reserve asset of the world. So what percentage of the reserve asset does it make sense that $900 trillion could capture? Would it be 5%? I think that's pretty low, but let's assume it's 5% of 900 trillion US dollars. 5% of 900 trillion is $45 trillion. $45 trillion divided by 21 million Bitcoin, that's over $2 million of Bitcoin. Okay, it's that simple. And I'm just going to interject there because keeping in mind, of course, he's working on uh, 21 million coins, but there's a hazard guess that maybe two to three million coins or their keys are lost, gone forever, never to be unlocked again. So, of course, that's going to squeeze it even more and drive the price up even more. Now, could it go higher than 2 million? 
Absolutely. Okay. But let's just use $2 million per Bitcoin as a base case scenario. How does it get there? It gets there something like, you know, you have what happens in El Salvador a little bit. And then it gets there because Michael Saylor, the genius of Wall Street, figures that every single corporation should actually issue debt in order to capture a certainty of debate contract in trade for this thing called Bitcoin. At the end of the day, you'll get institutions, you'll have a combination of countries, institutions, um, hedge funds, all of this will add to a higher price. We've seen it happen before. The, the, the reality though, Pomp, is when energy is priced in Bitcoin, that will remove the petrodollar focus. It will become the de facto reserve asset of the world and you will see a gap up in price that will blow your socks off, in my opinion. Does it have to happen? No, but run some probability analysis on what a $2 million, and that's in today's dollars, what a $2 million price of Bitcoin on an expected value basis needs to be versus Bitcoin potentially going to zero, which I also don't think is like a, even a, a price that it'll ever return to. But assume that you have only two outcomes, a binary outcome. One is a price of Bitcoin of zero, and the other one is a price of Bitcoin of $2 million a coin. I'll ask you this question. Would you give me a 10% chance that Bitcoin can go to $2 million a coin if I gave you the 90% chance it goes to zero? And sure. most people would say, yeah, you know, that sounds about fair. And the reality is, well, on an expected value basis for that one calculation, 90 times zero is zero and 10% times 2 million bucks a coin is $200,000 a coin. Hey, there's another example of why you should be buying Bitcoin today with your eyes closed. Don't overthink this. Okay, it's a game of probabilities. It always is a game of probabilities. No one is ever 100% certain about anything in investing except this. I am 100% certain that fiats will continue to debase because they cannot possibly stop printing money due to the DEBT debt spiral that all fiat countries are in today. It is 100% certain mathematically that fiat currencies will continue to debase and will continue to debase on an, on an accelerated basis. Pure math, pure, simple mathematics. Grade 11 type of math is what I like to say, Paul. Listen, I thought that was absolutely superb. And I'll tell you why, because it wasn't full of hype or hot air. He was working on the world's money and taking 5% of it. He was then looking at those probabilities and saying if 10% of what he was saying would happen, you'd have a 200 grand Bitcoin. So when you take all of that into account, you must be absolutely nuts if you're not accumulating Bitcoin right now and keeping hold of it. Now, again, none of us know the future. None of us have got a crystal ball. Greg Foss hasn't got a crystal ball, uh, but, but 30 years doing what he's doing. And I've watched him on a few podcasts and I just can't explain 
what he does and how he does it. I've just watched him in amazement and he's not full of hot air. He's not full of hype. He just makes a whole bunch of common sense. And I brought that to the table for this show because I want the people that watch my show that are maybe new or haven't spread their wings out a little bit to hear that it's not just me bleating on about where Bitcoin is going. I'm not making any price predictions. I just watch all these people that are I won't say experts, but authorities, they've been in the game for decades saying this type of thing. That makes me very excited and very bullish. But then I've got to then bring that onto the shows uh, for you guys without babbling to make it a, you know, understandable and B, um, you know, well, this guy's crazy nut from the UK is going on about it. But is it real? And so stuff like that just blows my mind. It really does. Let's get back to the desktop. So, you know, this is what this guy is saying, but it doesn't end there. The the list of things go on. Strategist Mike Malone believes Bitcoin can jump to 60k resistance versus 20k support. So that's bullish. You've got Bitcoin magazine saying edge wealth management increases Bitcoin exposure by over 40%. Why are they doing this, people? They're not doing it because Bitcoin's going to zero. They're doing it because they're in the know. They know that how this is going to play out, but it's not playing it out by next Tuesday when most retail people want it to play out. It is going to play out over years and decades, but as sure as eggs are eggs, it is definitely playing out. Bitcoin to the moon. I just acquired a crystal ball. It's happening <laughs> Go to sleep. It's got to be 20 past three in the morning over there. Get some sleep, you crazy nutcase. But VTTM, it's really great to have you on the show, particularly when I'm wearing your T-shirt, man. BitcoinToTheMoon.com. Don't you just love it? Who wants to join the rocket then? Come on, let's get on the rocket and let's go, baby. Strong hand. What else have I got? Um... Investing in Bitcoin mining businesses is also a sign of institutional acceptance. So Bitcoin mining is now a massive industry, massive. And you are going to see more and more institutions piling into Bitcoin mining. They're working on using more renewables and more clean energy. And th this is going to drive, in my opinion, the world to a cleaner world quicker than these people that go on stage and rant about climate change will or can ever do. The whole thing fits together and it just it just revolves. One thing feeds the other. And I think it's absolutely uh, beautiful. I really do. Um, again, uh, don't really want to give the guy much airtime. But the, the bottom line is this. He did do that um, that um, call with Kathy Wood and um, Jack Dorsey from Twitter. And he did confirm that Tesla will uh, re-accept Bitcoin. He also was talking about the other coins that they flip and hold. But there you go. You know, he, I don't know. I think, I think that the, the definitely Kathy Wood, I, I'm not saying made him look silly, but he didn't come back on, on that call with anything to me that was constructive, that was exciting. Um, 
I don't know. I, I, I just I felt that Cathy Wood tended to sort of almost walk all over him. But that's not the point. You know, he's a big player. He's got a lot of influence, particularly on Twitter. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, you know, this is a, a big deal, I guess. Um, <clears throat> and then finally, this one. <clears throat> Excuse me, people. I've got a cough. In fact, hang on. Crikey, I hope you didn't hear that. Um, then this one. Why do we Bitcoin? We Bitcoin because of frauds like this. Him, them, the bank, whatever. He's the one with the directive, J Jamie Dimon. You know, it's ironic, isn't it, that JP Morgan is now the first bank that is now um, going to allow retail investors to buy Bitcoin uh, through their bank. It's a bit of an irony when four years ago, when I first got into Bitcoin, he was calling it a... Um, a, a fraud. He was saying that um, if any of my employees are caught involved in Bitcoin, they'll be fired. And he's had to come full circle. He's had no choice. His arm has been forced. But here's the thing, you know, fourth stroke, fifth felony charge. And then the board goes and gives him 50 million as a bonus. That makes me sick. That absolutely makes me sick to the pit of my stomach. Why? Because people like him and that business, uh, in terms of the Cantillian effect, they are close to the Fed, the Federal Reserve. So they are getting their creaming money left, right and centre. They've got dodgy deals going on constantly. You know, they get they get um, charged and then um, found guilty and they get a couple of million fine, which to them is like, you know, two quid to us, two dollars to us. It means nothing to them. And they go on their merry way, fraudulently going about their business. What I love about Bitcoin, it makes the world honest. It's going to people like this. I shouldn't say it, but they just make me sick. They really do. And the sooner they get their comeuppance, as far as I'm concerned, um, the better. That's how I feel. Um, the Bitcoin book, well worth checking out. Matthew Underhill, he's in the house. He wrote the book. Um, I believe at some point it's going to be up on Amazon as an audio uh, book. Can't wait to get my hands on and listen to that. Um, I listen better than I read, actually. Uh, a book for beginners, clearly. Um, subtitled, A Beginner's Guide to the Future of Finance. Actually, well worth um, a read, people. Uh, I got it um, and I read it and then I read it straight afterwards again. It was so good. So, um you know, definitely check out the Bitcoin book. I appreciate there are loads of books on Bitcoin out there. Um, but is it worth adding another one to your library? That's what I do. I'm building my book collection of Bitcoin books for sure. Um, a few tweets that I found. Barry Silbert. It's actually, and this, I'm ahead of myself. It's actually pretty funny that JP Morgan ended up being the first big bank to allow their retail wealth uh, management clients to invest in the grayscale family of funds. Of course, that's a step further now because they're opening it up to retail. But, you know, the, the case in point, what I was just talking about a few minutes ago. Um, that's why I Bitcoin. I love this. I know that they're not going down without a fight, but. Bitcoin is going to take that fight out of their hands. You know, the dominoes will start to fall. However they fall, they will start to fall. And as Bitcoin Meister Proud Zionist Jew says, one day closer to an all-time high, a new all-time high. Absolutely, Adam, it's coming. But feet on the floor, people. Stay calm. Buy your coins. Get them off an exchange onto a Trezor is my chosen uh, hardware device of choice. And then just get on and enjoy your life. Don't watch the flipping charts all day. You will go stir crazy because when you think they're going up, they're going to turn and they'll go down again. 
believe me. So don't watch day to day. Zoom out. Uh, Four year cycle, five year period, whatever works for you. Here we are documenting Bitcoin again. Uh, that half a million followers on Twitter, $15.8 trillion of value has been transferred using Bitcoin so far this year. And they say Bitcoin has no utility. Uh, hang on. Doll brain dead. Jimmy Song, the real toxicity is a zero sum mentality. Bitcoin is fine as it is and doesn't need you, at least in the sense of voting or support. Bracket zero sum. What Bitcoin needs are entrepreneurs who see its utility and use it to build something positive sum. Always comes out with good tweets, uh, does um, Jimmy Song. Brecky Van Bitcoin from Swan. Love this one. You're not late to Bitcoin. You're not early either. You're right on time. Let's analyze this just for a moment. Okay. If you were late to Bitcoin, you'd have Bitcoin over half a million dollars, a million dollars, maybe more. Okay. Uh, we are just getting going. You're, you're not early either. The early Bitcoiners had to stand and stomach the volatility, um, the negativity. Um, so those early Bitcoiners, I don't class myself as an early Bitcoiner. Proud Zionist Jew is definitely an early Bitcoiner. But, you know, four and a bit years in Bitcoin, I'm certainly not new to the space. I've done a cycle. Uh, so I've experienced the halving, the bull run, the, the massive correction, the two year bear market, the Bitcoin winter. I've experienced all of that. But, you know, at the end of the day, if now's your right time to get in, of course, you have then missed out on all of that um, jaw dropping, heart sinking. Is it going, you know, Mount Gox, you know, is is hacked? Is the whole thing crashing? You know, daddy, 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 da, you know, Silk Road and something else that, you know, made the price crash. So, you know, you haven't got to experience any of that. But of course, the flip side of that is you don't get the Bitcoin at the price that the people that got in, you know, early got the Bitcoin price for. But then some of them would have hit their own target and sold out, I'm sure. My first Bitcoin was just a fraction under $2,000 four and a bit years ago. So am I happy just holding one Bitcoin where it is right now, nearly 20x? I should say so. Um, that's why I kept adding to my portfolio and adding as often as I could in full uh, Bitcoin. So um, what else? I think there might be another one. <clears throat> I love this one from Zach Vole. Look at this. On the left, you see gold mining and the mess and the devastation. And I love the contrast on the right, uh, Bitcoin mining, clean, renewable energy, solar panels, beautiful skyline. I think that really does depict the, the, the absolute differences between mining Bitcoin and the dirty, filthy gold mines that pollute the atmosphere. They pollute our beautiful planet. Um, and Bitcoin is going to drive renewables, drive us to a cleaner planet. My microphone's gone and gone all weird again. There you go. Uh, it will drive us to a cleaner planet. I'm absolutely sure of that. And that's what really excites me about being involved in Bitcoin. Never mind how it's changing the world in other ways.
I love this quote. Do something today that your future self will thank you for. Let's bring that into the Bitcoin realm. What can you do today that your future self will thank you for? Get off of zero. Get some Satoshis. If I go back over here for a moment, somebody asked me to do this. If we look at the moment, I don't know whether you can see this, you can currently get 2,547 Satoshis per one US dollar. So get $10 worth, you get 25,000 sats. You get $100 worth, you get 250,000 Satoshis for $100. You get $1,000, you get 2.5 million Satoshis. So we need to start drumming into people that they don't need to buy one whole Bitcoin. They can buy a few hundred thousand or a million Satoshis, and they can do that with a little bit out of their salary, their wages each month, uh, each year. So I'll say it again. Um, do something today that your future self will thank you for. Just a handful of words, three, seven, eight, eleven words, but so very profound in what you could do for your family's finances for generations to come. You can build generational wealth for your children, grandchildren, their children and grandchildren and their children and grandchildren. And you could be talked about for generations to come after you've left this earth. Isn't that worth doing something today that your future self will thank you for? Because I think it is. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is your UK Bitcoin Master live show for today. Again, I am not saying that Amazon is definitely going to accept Bitcoin. I'm simply saying there was an article that was put out there, plus tweets, plus some other articles that an insider has said they're not messing around there. This thing is going to happen. And all I would leave you all with is if it does happen, you think the smiles that we're all going to have on our faces over the next six months, a year, two years, five years, buy, hold, Enjoy your life. Don't keep checking the Bitcoin price, people. You will go stir crazy. That's your show for today, people. I'll be back on Thursday, 6 p.m. London, with my regular UK Bitcoin Master live show. Please, please, please uh, share this on Twitter. Um, click like and subscribe if you are new to the channel. OK, then hit the bell button and click all so you get notified when I go live. Keep an eye out that what's going on with this Amazon thing. Elia Epping, great to see you in the house. Did I miss you? Um, Frosty Ashingdon, good to see you as well. Um, that is it, people. I'll catch you all on um, Thursday. Do go into the comments afterwards, people. Refresh your phone or your computer and just leave a comment, good or bad. I don't mind, so that um, it helps mess with YouTube's algorithm so we can get more eyeballs on channels like mine and others. That's it. I'll catch you all on Thursday, people. Leave you with my social media links. Thanks for tuning in. I totally appreciate it.